In today's solo episode, I'm going to talk about learning skills fast. How can we learn a skill in the most efficient way possible? Now, it makes sense that I share how to learn stuff, given that my whole brand is called Just Keep Learning. And I wanted to give a quick shout out to a fellow creator, Michelle Carre, who does an incredible job of documenting the process of learning skills. She creates videos of her going from, I know nothing about this skill, like singing, chess, gaming, and many, many more things, to I have practiced, and now I'm getting pretty good at that skill. And she does this over and over and over again. In 2018, I believe it was, roughly when she started her channel, or at least started doing these type videos from what I remember, I changed my social media handles to at just tries because creating videos like this is an absolute dream for me too. Now, I don't know how aligned we are on our values, but I'm figuring pretty well, and maybe someday I'll have the opportunity to ask her on the show, we can only do so much. And while I really do like learning skills, documenting the process, sharing it with you, and am trying to still do those videos where they make sense, podcasting takes up most of my time and energy because for me, I've realized that podcasting is the one thing. Filmmaking for Michelle is the one thing. But even though we have slightly different one things, we both still learn many, many other skills, and arguably our overarching one thing is teaching. Now, a lot of times when we think about learning a skill, we are introduced to the infamous, maybe even famous 10,000 hour rule. The idea that it takes 10,000 hours of deliberate practice to excel at our craft. So if you want to be a musical maestro, chess grandmaster, or PGA Tour golfer, then yes, it will probably take 10,000 hours. And this research stays valid. But a couple things. Anybody even in those crafts don't ever have the exact same amount of hours that led to their success. Some went way faster, some went way slower, and maybe 10,000 is a high end of the average. The other thing is, This does not help us with most of the skills that we want to learn. Like Michelle Carre learns a ton of skills and shares them all. So it begs the question, do we need the 10,000 hour rule? The rule itself doesn't take into account many other factors. It doesn't account for the differences in nature versus nurture. Maybe you've had a dad who played in the NFL, or perhaps you have the best coaches in the world or a mom who was an incredible musician like Pink. And on the flip side, you could have been in a car accident that prevented you from being flexible enough to compete in your gymnastics at, say, the Olympic level. Good and bad, what happens to us has an impact. And the other thing is that not all skills are equally difficult. Some skills can simply be mastered quicker than others. Despite the arguments, the 10,000 hour rule is really fair in reminding all of us that it's important to have dedication and perseverance. Regardless of the numbers of hours, mastery demands a significant investment of time and energy. For me, I will reach the 10,000 hour mark when it comes to things like teaching, fitness, and podcasting. 
maybe filmmaking if I really get going, but for everything else, I won't. Yet, it's still really valuable for us to get good at skills that we want to learn. There's a local golf teacher here with a sign on the business that says better golf is a lot more fun. And that's just straight up the truth. Anyone who's tried the sport knows how frustrating it is when we suck. Now, I'm not planning on winning any professional golf tournaments, but I think in all of our cases, it's fair to say that we want to get better because it's simply more enjoyable regardless of how much better we get. Maybe you want to read faster. Perhaps you've always wanted to sing, be stronger in the gym, or learn how to garden. So the question becomes, if we're not doing this for 10,000 hours, how do we achieve the most growth of a skill in the shortest time possible? And this is like the how to learn stuff. I absolutely love the quote, perfection is achieved, not when there is nothing more to add, but when there is nothing left to take away. With this quote, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry reminds us that clarity and simplicity are more valuable than complexity. And over the years, I've distilled my framework for how to learn into one sentence. Deliberate practice anchored to the true skill with timely, efficient feedback, yields exponential results. I'll say it again. Deliberate practice anchored to the true skill with timely, efficient feedback yields exponential results. So if you're a parent trying to help your child learn something, if you're a teacher with a classroom full of students, a coach on a sports field or arena or court, or you're simply trying to learn for yourself, the idea that we need specific deliberate practice, that practice needs to be connected to the actual skill, and somebody needs to be able to provide timely, efficient feedback, and we will learn super fast. Now, what if we wanted to elaborate on that framework in order to give you more of a step-by-step practical guide to learn something more efficiently? In later episodes, I can quote and share some specific learning frameworks from other creators like Carol Dweck and Tim Ferriss, but today I'll mention a checklist of things that we should have to learn anything fast. We need to define our target performance level, ask ourselves what do we want, and clearly define what it is that you want to aim to do. Once we know what we want to do, we can then deconstruct the skill and break it down into its component parts. When it becomes broken into manageable chunks, it gets much easier to understand, to learn, and build on, kind of like creating Lego, just putting each brick together. And understanding what bricks to start with first and what bricks are most important to ourself is really helpful too. So we need to prioritize the most important sub-skills for ourselves. And then we apply Pareto's principle to our learning efforts. We spend 80% of our time doing the couple things that are going to make the greatest difference for us. Another important thing is that we should never procrastinate. Learning from teachers in books, courses, coaches, and content on how to learn these sub-skills can be really valuable, but we need to make sure that we don't let that get in the way of actually starting the thing. So if you want to learn how to play volleyball, you should play a game of volleyball today. 
and then get a book that helps you with the things that you want to work on. And that goes for any skill across any domain. An underrated thing when it comes to the productivity of learning skills is to dedicate time in our schedules to this focused frictionless practice. Make sure that it's actually in our calendar when we're going to practice each day. And as we start working on this skill, we need to seek feedback as soon as possible from people who understand what it's like to learn that skill better than us. They've gone through and learned this already and they can help give feedback on mistakes we're making or ways that we could learn quicker. We should commit to a minimum of 40 dedicated hours in trying this skill. So if you try this over the course of 80 days, then you should be putting in dedicated practice at least 30 hours a day. And if you tried to do this all in a week, then you basically would have to do it as like a nine to five to see if you like the thing and get over that initial awkwardness of what it's like to try a skill for the first time. And finally, creating the environment that keeps us accountable by adding rewards or consequences can be really valuable. And you want to reward the process. If you get in X number of reps, you're going to buy yourself something that helps you level up. Or if you finish a certain number of minutes in terms of practice, you're going to allow yourself to go have some free time. Building in some kind of fun personal accountability or using an accountability partner can be a really engaging way of pushing yourself quicker than you would have had you just tried to learn haphazardly. All right, there you have it. I could probably tell a lot of stories about how I applied each of these to helping other people with their goals. But for now, I think that's good enough. A real summary about how any of us can learn to do something faster. And before I wrap, I just wanted to mention how incredible it is to see the JKL community asking questions and engaging with DMs, replies, and comments about topics that you'd like tackled on the show or things you learned and heard. So it's been a long journey and I just really want to say I really, really appreciate that. So just keep it up. I've done so much learning about how to succeed in the creator economy and being able to have this show or social media content help you with that goal as well. It just really, really, really means a lot. Speaking of which, I recently made a commitment to help our newsletter audience a little bit more. I'm going to do a lot of bonuses, giveaways, and Q&A for people in that group. You can sign up at newsletter.justkeeplearning.ca and we ship an issue every Wednesday that will help you gain clarity of your creator goal and help you crush it. I've taken, I think, literally every creator course and read every business book under the sun, something I'm not ashamed of because picking up entrepreneurship and creator economy was something I did later in life and it was well worth the investment. Now I'm putting the things into practice and I wanna share everything with you. So be sure to sign up to the newsletter. I appreciate all of you so much. Until the next episode, all the best. And remember, just keep learning.